Remodeling Mastery by Mark Richardson was created to help business owners like you grow your business. Learn something new today? Let us know by tweeting at Surefire Social. For more podcasts, visit surefiresocial.com slash podcast. Hi, this is Mark Richardson, and welcome to Remodeling Mastery. This series is titled Creating a World-Class Team. In this three-part series, we're focusing on the culture, we're focusing on finding the talent, becoming a magnet. We're also, in this particular session, we're focusing on retaining and developing. I think it's very important that you really think about this subject very holistically. It's about the culture. It's about finding. It's about retaining. It's about training. It's also about expanding your influence into strategic alliances as well. And I think if you look at the subject holistically, if you really focus on being more masterful at the labor in your organization, you're going to find that this is, in fact, an engine for growth. So this whole notion, I think, when it comes to retaining and developing, I would encourage you to start with some very basic sort of premises and themes that will help you, I think, frame and others in your organization when it comes to retaining and developing the talent. The theme, which I talk about in my book, Fit to Grow, people are your greatest assets. That's a very important theme to really live and breathe. People are your greatest assets. Now, as I've talked to many groups about this particular subject, oftentimes I'll ask, what's the most important word in that particular theme? And most people will immediately say, it's people. And I said, well, people certainly are a big part of it, but the key word to really fully understand is the word asset. People are your greatest asset. An asset's an investment. An asset is something that if it's a greatest asset, you're going to treat it with a degree of reverence, unlike, I think, a very minor asset. You know, as you think about it in the context of the remodeling business, those people are more important than the stuff. That helper is more important to who's carrying the table saw than the table saw itself. That driver is more important than the van itself. People are your greatest assets. And I think if you can believe in that theme first, you can potentially, I think, set the right kind of foundation for retaining and growing the right kind of organization. USA Today had a little survey that they did in January of 2010. And they asked employees, not just construction-related, but just general employees, when the economy stabilizes, what percentage of you are going to leave the organization? And over 30% said in January of 2010, they are going to leave their organization. They're going to move on. And what that really hit a chord for me, it said, you know, people during the recessionary times, it was all about having a job. It was all about having a little bit of a safety net. But it's certainly not necessarily a place that they wanted to stay. So making retention a priority, how do I retain this talent a priority? Better organizations are actually tracking this particular metric in their company. And what I mean by that, if you go back three to five years and you look at the number of people and you look at the turnover in that particular year, 
and then you go back two years, and then you go back one year, and then you go back the last 12 months. That gives you, I think, a pretty good feel for the level of retention in your organization. And each particular role has a different level of retention. Sometimes small companies that aren't growing very much, their level of retention is going to be maybe a little bit higher than maybe faster growing companies that are really looking at their talent. Not necessarily with uh, less of a degree of importance, but they're looking at in terms of really fine-tuning and bringing on the right folks. Just like with sports teams that pretend to move some of the different folks. So as you think about this retaining your talent, you not only have to make it a priority, but you also start to have to engage and you have to have a different level of connection with your talent. You know, do your people love what they do? Do they love what they do? When's the last time that you had conversations with many of your folks out there and asked them, do you really love what you do? And then oftentimes there's a gap because usually when it comes to the compensation and the money involved, you know, that's not necessarily on the top of the list. They've got to love what they do. They've got to feel part of the culture. They've got to be, feel part of it. But unless you're asking that question, and I wouldn't just assume it. I would ask it. I would engage in it. You also, when it comes to retention, you've got to sort of, with the Kenny Rogers song, you've got to know when to hold them and know when to fold them. You know, I said earlier, if you want to find the talent, you've got to have A players. It's so important, you need to know when to hold them and know when to fold them. You know, you've heard from many, many leaders as they've retired and left the business, they said, the only mistake is I kept certain people for too long. Well, if you're more proactively involved with looking at retaining your really good talent, that's going to be... A, a not only a factor involved, but that's also going to be uh, important as you think about what are some of those weaker links that you might need to move into different roles or move on. You know, many years ago, I thought, well, you know, if people had a great place to work, they love what they did, you know, the cash, the compensation was really secondary. Well, not necessarily true. Cash matters. Compensation matters. So you need to discuss the compensation levels. You need to keep a pulse of what are other folks paying out there. And not only paying out there, how are you looking at bonus programs and incentive programs a little bit more creatively? Think about it holistically. Look for those win-win solutions. Look for those opportunities that a compensation structure can, in fact, be a lure to help retain the really key folks. You also want to think about, I think, the subject of growth. You know, many people out there, especially smaller remodeling organizations, you know, they say, you know, it's more about the profit. It's more about, I'd like to stay this particular size. What kind of message do you think that is sending your team? What kind of message do you think it's sending some of your key players that you really want to retain? You know, growth creates opportunities. Growth creates opportunities for your team members. So you may not want to grow your business just purely because you have a top line or market share increases. But keep in mind, if you want to retain the top level of talent, just like you, they want to move through passages, improve, and grow. And if their growth opportunity is not there, chances are you're going to lose them at some point. So I ask yourself, would you like to be doing what you're doing right now three years from now? Most people say no, 
Most people say, you know, I want to be in a different, slightly different place. Well, the same thing comes true when it comes to your team members as well. I think it's also important if you want to retain your talent, you've got to stretch their dreaming muscles again. What's happened, I think, with many organizations out there is that they've been focused because of the recession of not looking at three years out, not even looking at one year out. They're focused on getting through the week and getting through the month. So I think having more engagement and discussion with your team about the future is really quite motivating and inspiring. Ask them what they think the business might look like a year, two years, even five years out. You're going to find a real change in their spirit and their commitment to you if they realize that you're engaged, I think, in the future. Another element when it comes to training that I think or retaining that's so critical is realizing that training is an integral part of retaining your talent. You know, years ago, I was giving a talk at an organization, and another speaker that spoke before me, he made a quote that actually became an integral part of some of my thinking and certainly how I approach things, and that is, training's an investment, not an expense. Training's an investment, not an expense. And that really, I think, dovetails very nicely into people are your greatest assets, You know, if these are our investments, training is an investment to take care of that asset. It's not an expense. So I think you need to look at training from a different way. Matter of fact, I was leading an organization during the recessionary time. 2011, I believe, was the date. And I asked these 14 organizations out there, they're leading remodeling organizations, how many of you have increased the amount of hours per week in training or decreased it as a result of the recession? Four of the organizations increased it. uh, Ten or eleven of the organizations decreased it. Of the ones that had increased it, they all increased the volume, increased their sales in business, increased their profitability. The ones that decreased it all went down went down in some cases double digit in terms of top line sales and profitability. So it's important I think you really look at training is not an expense. It's an investment both in the medium and the short term just as much as in the long term. And if you want to retain good talent, you've got to be committed to training. But you have to be really good at doing training. You know, a good friend of mine up in the Northwest, he actually deputizes everyone in his organization. He says, everyone needs to learn it, then do it, then train it. So what he's created, a training culture within the organization. You know, everyone needs a coach. Not only you need a coach, your individual people need coaches as well. And I'm not suggesting you go out and hire a newfangled business coach, but, you know, if you want to be a pro in business today, We all need a coach. You also need to be masterful if you want to retain the talent and develop the talent on your meetings, your huddles, your your organizations, your one-on-one discussions with them. You know, many years ago, a friend of mine who I was, you know, feeling a little bit stressed because I was in so many meetings and discussions with team members, I just felt like, you know, I just wasn't moving along quite as much. And he said, Mark, meetings are your job. And that was the wake-up call I needed. All of a sudden, I needed to make world-class meetings. My world-class meetings were sales meetings, were leadership meetings. All those meetings needed to take it to the next level. 
So as you think about this subject of retaining and developing, you know, it all is about time. It's investing the time to improve, investing the time to retain and make it a priority. So if you can literally start to make appointments to yourself to focus on this subject, I think you're going to see some real improvement. So I want to thank everybody for joining us with this series, as well as with Remodeling Mastery, and I look forward to speaking to you soon. Take care. Remodeling Mastery by Mark Richardson was created to help business owners like you grow your business. Learn something new today? Let us know by tweeting at Surefire Social. For more podcasts, visit surefiresocial.com slash podcast.